How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 158 with Lindsay Weglars. Guys, this episode was really fun. We talked a lot about improv. We talked a lot about cults. We talked a lot about um, movies and video games and uh, Dungeons and Dragons, too. You guys, listen up, because you're going to like this one. It was really fun. Um, go to facebook.com slash yamatat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Tell people about it. Tell me to uh, post more on that page because I, I don't. I don't post a lot on there. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, pause, pause the episode if you've heard the podcast before. If you haven't, then, you know, come back and uh, rate it. Review it. Give it some stars. Give it some uh, words. You know, help help spread the word. I'm uh, I'm a one man uh, one man podcasting machine. Duplex comedy suplex didn't happen. Um, the comics showed up. All the comics were there, and uh, there was no crowd though. And so we just kind of hung out and smoked some weed, and it was chill. But there was no show. Um, come to the show, guys. Especially if you live in the area. Or if you're in the area. If you're in L.A., come to Duplex Comedy Suplex on a Thursday night. It's every Thursday. so And it's free. So, yeah. Come to the show. So, my Twitter is Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Show's Twitter is Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. Um, Duplex Comedy Suplex is Duplex Comedy on Twitter and Duplex Comedy Suplex on Facebook and Instagram. There's a donate button on my website. If you want to, if you like the show, if you want to just show a little love, that would be great. Um, I make no money doing this. I have no sponsors. I reached out to Fry's during the episode. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Um and what else something you know go to my DeviantArt page and check out all my stuff but also check out this episode with me and Lindsay Weglars It was um, me and three friends went in on it. Uh huh. And then um, one of the friends moved away, and he goes, "You guys can keep the TV." Okay. And then I was moving up to LA, uh-huh. and then my two friends go, "You can have this TV. We're gonna get another one anyway." Oh my like, gosh! It's ginormous. Yeah. It's like intimidating. <laughs> yeah, and then I hung it because I. I had had it sitting on there for the longest time, and then I go, you know what? Maybe if I do hang it, then I'll have more space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you have more room. Yeah, I mean, it's already cluttered, as you can tell, but... Whatever, who cares? Yeah, those are clean clothes. Nice. Yeah. My room's super messy. My dog, like, fell asleep in my underwear. She likes to sleep in, like, dirty underwear. Like, dogs are like that, though. It's really gross. But, like, I, like, saw her pass out in it and, like, 
I didn't move her. I was like, that's sweet. Because they like the grossest part of you. It's really weird. Like, she'll lick your armpits. But isn't that kind of endearing? It's endearing, yeah. Yeah, like, that's how they, like, get the... They're like, oh, this is my mom's scent. Like, the nastiest thing. That's why they, like, smell dogs' butts. Like, it's, like, most prominent. And, like, when she sleeps in my underwear, I'm like, that's kind of really sweet. Like, I would never do that. I don't know anyone who would. You know what I also pictured is that your dog, like... Somehow put on your underwear. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> and amazing. Then, and then it was just sleeping. Oh, I wish. That would be so cute. No, she doesn't put it on. She, well, sometimes I'll take it away. She'll lick it. They're really gross. But, like, all the dogs do that. If your dog doesn't do it, probably doesn't love you. That's what I think. Just putting it out there. If your dog doesn't sleep in your underwear, they don't love you. They may not love you. Like, they should. Like, they haven't reached that capacity. <laughs> oh, man. This is cool. What kind, which video game is this? Like, the original, like, Nintendo, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. My sister, like, almost bought one for Chris. Like, oh, oh, I went to Florida, and we went to, like, this game store, and they had, they sold, like, old Nintendo 64, so I have one. Yeah. From my brother. I finally got it from him, because he got all the other gaming systems. What are your like, favorite games on it? Uh, Mario Party, Diddy Kong Racing, GoldenEye, Tony Hawk. Golden well, so he finally gave them back. We yeah. don't have GoldenEye. He oh. lost it. I know. I'm pissed. It's a point of contention. I don't want to talk about it. I don't it. want Yeah. Well, they had, but this store had for sale, like, they had, like, they would sell Nintendo 64 for, like, 100 bucks, including a couple of games. So, my sister wanted to buy the original Nintendo, but they didn't have any in stock, but there's, like... A new company who made finally the rights, I guess, for that original system are up. So like a new company has like made the identical thing that plays the games. Oh, the small one. I don't Is it know. the one with like the games that come on it already? Or no, something? no, no. Like you still have to like put the games in it. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's just like. Oh, it's like it. it it, it looks kind of like a Nintendo, but it's not by them, right? Right. It's like, and yeah. it's not the kind where you slide in and push it down. Right. Like it's, it's um, like the top. Yeah, because they realize, like, it's better, but, like, no no one can make new ones until, like, the trade, I don't know, I don't know business, but, yeah. until it was over. <laughs> so my sister, like, almost thought of it then and said my mom, she got the Nintendo 64, because my sister only likes one game, Mario something, I know Duck Hunt, but she only wanted one game, they didn't have it in stock, so she's like, I don't want it. And then my mom was the like, game? Mario? It was like Mario. Just like one of the original Marios. You know, where Mario you just... Mario 2? Mario 3? Super uh, Mario? I don't Super know. Super Mario World is on Super Nintendo. No, it was just like Mario. Like the kind where you just run, you jump and hit the box, and like, you know, Mushroom oh, comes out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. straight up Mario. Yeah. But I thought she'd want Duck Hunt, but they didn't have it in stock, so then she didn't get it, but she got a Nintendo 64, so now we both have a Nintendo 64. Nice. Yeah. So I've been playing it. It's been fun, I guess. Nintendo 64 was a revolution, because Super Nintendo was like two controllers, and uh-huh. then Nintendo 64 was like... Let's get four people playing Mario yeah. Kart at the same time. Well, Mario Party for me is so fun. Like, I love that game. I think, like... <clears throat> It's, like, weird playing it alone, but that is the only video, like, when I've, like, talked to guys who like video games, like, me too, like, I love Nintendo 64, but, like, that's all I'd ever played, so whenever a guy would be like, let's play video games, like, 
Unless you're a gamer. That's your move. That was your move. You're like, I got Nintendo 64. But right? I like it. But I can play those. But I am not well versed in other systems. And yeah. it's like, I'm not at the age where I want to like relearn, you know, gaming. You know, I like just Nintendo 64. So like my ex-boyfriend, we used to like, he'd be like, oh, it's like play PlayStation. And I was like, I don't even know the buttons. Like, this isn't fun. Like, I'm now 26. Like, I don't want to learn a new gaming system. Like, I do like video games. Like, I like four video games on Nintendo 64, and that's it. And, like, for the longest time, I never had those games. My brother finally gave them back over Christmas, and then we broke up, and I was like, well, great. Like, now you don't get the experience. I am good at four video games, and those are the four I like. Banjo-Kazooie, Tony Hawk, Diddy Kong Racing, and Mario Party. I'm very good at those. Past that, I'm not going to waste my time as a 26-year-old learning new video game systems. So, like, I think that they always think I'm lying, but I am good at four games. Well, it's, and, like, it's a different controller. Like, I just, I, like, I'm like this. I got my, like, wobble. Like, there's the Z. When, as soon as we enter, like, R1, R2, L1, L2, I'm like, no. And I had to, like, babysit this kid yesterday who's like, I want to play FIFA with you. I was like, I hate playing FIFA with you because you don't tell me the buttons. And, like, and I'm like, this isn't fun for either of us. And he, like, made me play this stupid FIFA. And I was like, he was like, oh, penalty kick. You have to block it. And I was like, how do I block? And my goalie just stood there and I was like I'm not playing I was like I'm not playing with you I don't know Xbox like I know Nintendo 64 but Nintendo 64 is so good it is, it is. it's so good yeah the, people still play Ocarina of Time like all the time what's the, that that's um the really cool Zelda one that came out that I never oh. got around to playing because I think it was always like 60 bucks or something and all the rest of the games were like 30 or 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my parents were always like, no, no, no. no. I'm like, fuck. I knew Ocarina was from Zelda, but that's just the musical instrument. But there's a whole game called like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's where the Ocarina came from, I think. And so in that game they introduced where you could go up to a sign and then just chop it. Oh. And then chop it again. And they're like, what? You can mess around with the environment? That's so cool. Oh, you can just start, like, destroying whatever. Yeah, and then also, you I guess you see him grow from a boy into man, oh. into man Link. Like, you have to do wow. you have to do the time. That t- game takes a lot of time. Oh, it's like a Tamagotchi. Kind of. Like, he has to grow up. <laughs> I only played Game Boy Zelda, and my mom was really into it. Which one? Link's Awakening? I mean, it was, like, black and white. Like, it this wasn't, one. like... Yeah, I think it was that. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's like, it's black and white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're like, your sword are like three little diamond shaped things on top, and you can like chop bushes or something. Yeah. And there's like stuff in the bushes. Yeah, yeah that's why I used to play. The diamond shaped thing is called a triforce. The, the, three, oh, the three, okay. three triangles. You yes, mean? yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I did play games. Like, I don't think people will believe me. I played the, that game, and I used to have an app on my phone that you could play Ocarina. Ocarina, oh, yeah, Ocarina, wait. whatever. Like, oh, like the, the, you the blow instrument. into the microphone and you can like control it. It's like oh, an app. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like a real <laughs> instrument. It was the app was called Smule. Smule. S M U L E. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, I've there are a few of, things. I've heard of Smule. Wait, has it been recording? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so weird. Oh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> I thought you picked up on it. No, I was intimidated by the TV, so I stopped looking at it. <laughs> it was just a big TV. Yeah, it's going. I had no clue. 
Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it's recording, I just want it to be on the record. I'm good at four video games, and I now have them in my possession, and I have two controllers. You know they're up to Mario Party... Eight. Eight? Or is there nine? I, I know, know eight. I know that the Switch is coming out soon, and that's going to be cool. What's the Switch? It's the new Nintendo, but the, oh. thing, the thing is, is the controller feels old school because it's kind of smaller okay and there's not as many buttons to worry about so well the most recent one is the wii wii u, u. is the, ne- the most recent one and that is one it has the like, wii controller that one has a big wii the wii u has a big controller with a huge screen on it oh that sounds awful and then <laughs> the switch is now a huge screen and then you can like set it up like it has a kickstand Whoa. and then you can oh just play my it gosh. on its own, yeah. That's a lot, though. Like, and, and they're also going to have a virtual reality thing where, where you can okay. just put the thing on and then slide you're the thing in. You're in it. And then you're like, oh, I'm playing Mario Kart in a Mario Kart? Wow. Oh. When is that coming out? Um, March, I think. That's pretty soon. I mean, I think I just have a problem. Like, the controllers have advanced, but I haven't. So that's why I can only do the Nintendo 64, because it's, like, smaller amount of buttons. But I have tried virtual reality, and, like, the games, I think... Well, I've tried it on the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The games, like, quality aren't up to par yet. Like, the graphics stink. Like, you can separate yourself from it. Yeah. But... But also Watching it's... movies in it is cool. Oh, Because yeah. you really feel like you're in a movie theater. Like, yeah. the way it's, like... Like, I remember watching a movie. You and you see seats behind you, and you're like, what? Yeah, and then all of a sudden I, like, kick my dog. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm in, like, a tiny confined area. But I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, and, like, you can look and it looks like you have popcorn. I'm, like, loving it. And then I'm, like, I hit, like, a dresser. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a tiny bedroom. <laughs> Not in, like, a movie theater alone. Yeah. But... It is, like, it's going to have, like, insane potential, obviously. Yeah. Once the graphics... Because there was this one I did where you, like, go underwater and there's, like, a shark attacking you. Okay. And I did, like, get a little scared. Like, I'm a hypochondriac, Mm -hmm. so I, like, really, like, believed into it, but... Like, the shark wasn't, like, you know, graphically up to par yet. Uh, You could tell it was a cartoon or you could tell it was a game. but... But once it's real, like... You're fucked. Like seriously, I, it'll be yeah. terrifying. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like, ooh, it'll. Someone's gonna crack a game where it's gonna be like Westworld, but in oh. VR. Oh wait, I have this idea. Okay. Okay. And I need you to make this idea. I need someone because it's like Is I it have for a VR this, game. Well, it's like a sci-fi movie. Okay. Okay, listen. So, like, there's VR, right? Yeah. And computers have, like, viruses, right? Oh, yeah. Well, so, also, a big thing with VR, which was a big debate VR-less. between me and my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's... That's the name of the movie. Um, VR. <laughs> <laughs> there's virtual reality porn. And I was like, I don't want you doing that. Like, it, like they shoot it so that it looks like you're fucking the girl. Like, they yeah. put the camera on the guy. And I was like, that's so I'm, gross. I'm also not into it because I'm like, I'm, but I'm not this dude. Like, I know I'm not <laughs> this dude. Yeah, you're definitely not doing it. But I'm, I'm not like, fooling myself when I watch porn. I'm not like... But it's like from the perspective oh, and mean. the girl's like looking at you. I don't know. I've never done it. But I've definitely imagined what it is. And I've already decided to hate it. But imagine if like it's you weird. do it's VR porn. Movie and you catch, like, a, a sexually transmitted, like, virus, like, Ooh, through it, you know? Yeah. Like, you can get viruses through the VR. 
Oh my the god. The VRS. VRS. We'll make it VR hyphen VR Russ. Who's Russ and why is he playing VR? He loves his VR. I think that could happen someday. Yeah, I think so. Well, like, um, so there was some Samsung, I think, maybe, that are developing a phone that, or uh, no, like it's an augmented reality kind of thing. Oh, goes in your eye? Like an overlay, yeah, as a contact lens. Ew. And so then oh you'd God. be like, oh, I'm looking at a person or something, or like, oh, I'm looking at my jackets, or I don't know. Wait, have you seen Black Mirror? Mm-hmm. The newest episode, or first episode of the new season. No spoilers for those who haven't seen it. Actually, you know what? If you haven't seen it, pause this. Go watch it. Yeah, okay. We can well, I've, I have I have never seen it except for, like, I saw this first episode of the newest season. If I've seen it, trust me, I'm behind on everything. Like, oh, you should have already the, seen it. Five stars. Yes! Oh. That totally, that's what you oh. remind me of with the contact. And, like, that yeah. thing shook me because I was like, we are so close to that. Like, We're we rate Uber close. drivers. They can rate us. Instantly. Yes! And it's usually instantly. And it's like they do it and, like, people get to see the rating. Sure, it's not popping up. But I was, like, terrified and, like... And, and yes, like, it probably won't get to a dystopian, weird future like Eventually, that one, it could. But something close to that, you know, like... Well, there are things. Like, think about, like, girls I know who get, like, a ton of, like, Instagram likes or have followers. Like, they get invited to things on Instagram <laughs> or get paid money to promote things. So, like, yeah. the higher your status is on social media does allow you in. Like, when she couldn't fly, like, I'm sorry, that's barely a spoiler. 4.2s. Yeah, it was just, like, only. you can't get in. Like, I'm sorry, this club, like, you can't get into it. Like, you mm-hmm. are too low or you don't have enough followers. Like, that is kind of something already happening. Yeah. And, like, I'm totally going to be screwed because I hate social media. Like, I refuse to participate in it. No, one day you'll be that happy old lady. In the semi-truck. <laughs> I hope I'm a semi-truck old woman picking up people who are too low of stars, building them back up. Yeah. I was like, this, I'm going to be so screwed in our lifetime until I saw the semi-lady. It's like, I didn't like trucks, but I'll learn to drive one. <laughs> she was so happy. She was super happy, yeah. Because in, in the, I mean, in this digital world where people, some people are, like, attached to their Twitter accounts and their Facebook yeah. and everything, so much so that, like... I don't know. Going without it for a day would kill them. Well, it's like a withdrawal. Well, (laughs) I've, like, been in therapy, and I've, like, been talking about, like, you know, just constant need of valid, like, how we all need validation. Yeah. But, like, social media, to me, has, like, made that way worse, where people are, like, constantly promoting their life, and if it's something that's not post-worthy, they still have to share it with a friend, because they're used to, like, instant validation. We're all, like, I have to share good news with someone, because, like, someone needs to know what's happening, and that's, like, a horrible thing. I happy. Yes! <laughs> and, then, and then my favorite is, like, when you want to post something bad, it's, like, you know, I'm going through depression, but then, like, you send that post to three friends before to prove it. It's, like, does this read right? And then you edit your photo and I'm like well this now isn't even real because you've like spent so long manipulating like your vulnerable pose and I just get really upset and I cry about it and I have to like take a break and I'm like I'm not gonna make in this industry because I refuse to give into social media because it's gonna ruin my life it's horrible you know I 
I um I've felt that way about social media sometimes because I'm just like, what is the what are we doing? What are we doing? Seriously. What are, but then also I play into it and then I just make it my own thing. You like it. Well, you go live a lot. And I remember, like, when you were like, hi, Lindsay. And I was like, how does he know I'm here? And you're like, it shows me when people come. And I was like, oh, my God, that's creepy. And I exited. I was like, it tells you when people are there watching. That so scared me. I was like, no. Because the Facebook one is is supposed to be more like, um, hey, I know we can't all hang out in the same room. Let's kind of hang out together. Because it's all all people on your friends list. Right, right, right. And then um, the Twitter one is really for anyone they have a hangout it's it's periscope oh periscope yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and then there was one on android there was only android before when iphone only had the periscope okay called meerkat and i don't know if anyone goes on that one i like that name (laughs) i like that one that's cute oh i'm gonna like be a peeping tom (laughs) oh i didn't know that i mean i've never gone live terrified to go (laughs) i don't know i just it totally freaks me out i don't know it's chill well uh so let's talk about how we even know each other okay yeah because we met because of buzzfeed woo buzzfeed (laughs) yeah buzzfeed was like hey do you want to take a road trip with a stranger? And I was like, I think that sounds like fun. I know. I didn't know we'd all actually be strangers. I thought it was going to be, like, totally fake. It wasn't. That was real. Yeah. And the comments got really mean. Yeah, they Toward did. me. I got downgraded to the annoying white blonde girl. That's what I got simplified to. And, and I was were, like, wow. Not, we, we, we all bonded on that trip, I think. Yeah. I mean, they fucked me in the edit, but... <laughs> But I was like, that's what I've, like, boiled down to. Like, how quick the internet, like, will, like, box you in. I was yeah. like, whoa, that was fast. Annoying white blonde girl. Yeah, like, sucked. I was like, okay. As I was reading those comments, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, oh, I, I no. stopped. That's when I was like, I can't. Like, I'm not going to feed into this. And Selena got, like, definitely positive reviews. But then they got, like, extremely sexual. And I felt so bad for her. I was like, yeah. you don't even know her. Like, don't yeah. talk about her like that. Yep. It's weird. It's weird. It's how the internet works. I know. And it, and it hit over a million views. It did? Yeah. Well, I think that they've, like, re-released other ones, and I never find yeah, them. Yeah. I can never find them. Selena releases them, and then She's I She's really it. good at finding them. Yeah. yeah, I've, like, searched for them still, and I'm like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> it was fun, and I now see Rev Wraps in stores. Yeah. Yeah, I've never bought one. <laughs> No, they were fine, but I was like, I ate so many for free, I don't feel like it's time to buy one yet. I still want to ride that wave of free Rev Wraps. Have you bought any? It's a good wave. No, no, I haven't. Not for <laughs> They were pretty, they no. were bad. I liked it. And I'm not, like, getting paid to say that. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I took some extras home. I did, too. Yeah, I ate them, like, that first week. I was like, I'm still getting paid. Yum. It's like, this is a meal. Yeah, I was like, I haven't booked anything in a while. Oh, it feels like I still am getting paid for work. Yum. Pepperoni. Rev Rev. And then you went live and showed everybody. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is my Rev This rap. is my Rev Rev. <laughs> well, there's so much I wanted in there. Like, my backseat snack. All right. They didn't put it in there. I was like, come on. That was such a good jingle. They didn't put anything about when we were talking about TV or movies because they were like, Guys. Oh, I know. Guys. I can't believe they recorded us for all of that time. Yeah. I don't know who did have to edit it, but I know I was annoyed. <sighs> no, you were just talkative. And sometimes people see talkative as like, 
Oh, jeez. That girl talked forever. I had a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) The whole whole, um, cult thing blew my mind. Can, Can you talk about that or oh yeah of course i mean i'm not like signed in or sworn in i want to like do a documentary on it like i don't have enough connections i have people who like stayed with it for a while and i really want to be like let's like tell this story um because it was international house of prayer i hopped (laughs) (laughs) yes not the pancake house trust me we were fasting too often to have pancakes Um, but it was, like, the 24-hour prayer house, and, like, I really loved God, and I was, like, I'm going to be an intercessor for the Lord. And an intercessor Intercessor, is someone who, like, intercedes constantly, (laughs) where you just, like, pray and worship Jesus, you know, your whole life long. And so, my parents hated IHOP, and I was, like, well, if you don't let me go to IHOP Teen Awakening Camp, I'm going to defer (laughs) college and do a three, six-month, one- Thing, internship there and they were like oh my god okay fine like you can go to kansas city so i went and um i did, did i tell you i got in trouble Wait, though where are you from originally florida florida yeah and so you went from florida to kansas city mm-hmm. to ihop camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> and was so excited maybe the most excited i've ever been in my whole life i was like jesus i am coming for you i'm gonna be an intercessor for the lord things are happening and like i don't regret though those religious years like i'm definitely not religious but i used to pray all the time and yeah. my prayer wasn't always like dear jesus like please bless doug you know it was a lot of me just talking about how i felt and so for me it's like helped me you know, it was just, like, getting in touch with myself. So, you don't regret it at all. But I have is crazy. But also, you're calling. You're you're calling, and you're like, hey, just checking in. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> hey, God. Like, well, I don't know. In middle school, I used to be, like, bullied a lot. And I went to church one time, and they're like, you know, God can be your best friend. And I was like, I need a best friend. And mm-hmm. so, I was like, I guess I'll make God my best friend. And it turns out, you know, I kind of became my own best friend. I would just, like, talk about my problems all night long. But I will say, like, my when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. And Whoa. I, yeah. Sorry, Whoa. that's a huge spoiler. I'm so sorry. That's bigger than Black Mirror spoiler. Whoa. Please rewind and then skip ahead and hope you didn't hear that. Yeah, do the 10 seconds back and then 30 seconds forward. Yeah, back. hurry up and don't hear it twice. But my parents weren't religious, but, you know, we would always have to say, like, I don't know, some kind of dinner prayer, but they were genuinely not religious. But yeah. when they told me Santa wasn't real, I was like, oh, no, is God not real? But I was too scared to ask. My dad was really strict. So I was like, I can't ask them because, like, I can't question God. So I would spend so many hours in bed. I was in bunk a bunk bed at a popcorn ceiling like yours. And I would pray to God and I would ask God for a sign in my popcorn ceiling for years. Like, I'm not even joking. Like that established my foundation relationship with God because I would never, I would search for like an image in my popcorn ceiling. And then finally I saw a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, that's baby Jesus. God is real. (laughs) And then it took me like two years to find this baby Jesus my popcorn ceiling so that was like the foundation of my like god relationship and then i was like praying every night you know trying to find jesus in my ceiling that i like had this like pattern of like you know talking to god whatever every night so anyway 
cut to IHOP. It is like <laughs> nuts. Like they they, they tell got you poisonberry syrup here. They got... Right. No, we're like fasting. Like part of the camp is like includes like food and everything, mm-hmm. like lodging and food. But like they made us fast so many days, and now I'm like probably because they didn't want to spend money on food. Like you know, I'm like 16 years old, like having to fast, and there were kids who were like 13. It's like oh, they shouldn't man. be not eating. Yeah. So and they're they still all growing. Yeah, and you're hungry, and like. All you can do is, literally, you know, live off the Lord. I'm like, God, I'm so hungry. But it's like, you can't tell anyone that because you, like, want to be, like, super, like, holy and, like, in on this. And they tell and you, like, like, the prophecy. you cannot live on bread alone. And you're like, yeah, but I still want some bread. Yeah, I'll be like, I know there's, like, leftover pizza. Like, who's eating the pizza? Like, can I have anything? But it was like, you couldn't eat. and But it's like, I bought into it. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm craving worldly things. How, like, how long was the camp and how many of those days did they make you guys fast for? I can't remember how many days we fasted. I know the camp was like two weeks and then I stayed, I believe it was an extra two weeks for mm. intercessor like worship training. Mm. I wanted to be, okay, I will say the one good thing about IHOP is they do have amazing music. Truly, it's they're incredible musicians. I wish. No, they don't have pancakes. They, they make you fast us. a lot. They starved us. I had zero pancakes. At IHOP. At IHOP, which is, like, obviously the biggest sin. No pancakes at IHOP. No, but they have incredible musicians. I mean, oh, yeah. and they make up their music on the spot. Like, it's very entrancing. So the whole thing is, like, a 24-hour worship house. So a lot of times, like, people will improvise, like, songs, or they'll read a Bible verse, and then each there's a bunch of singers who get to say one line, and if something sticks, everyone sings. But, like, I mean, the guitarist, the drummer, the bass player, the, the piano player, and the singers are all making up and telling you it's a, beautiful. So I was like, I want to do that. They're jamming out. Yeah, and I'm like, so I was trying to be one of the singers. And the like I was so nervous every time it was my turn to like have to say something on the mic I could not think of a single thing every time I would just sing the word Jesus a little different (laughs) I failed so badly as the worst person there (laughs) never once did anyone repeat any of my Jesus's and I was like wow I am not a good intercessor that is for sure and like the girl next to me was like yeah there's an IHOP at home like I do this all the time and I was like Jesus like just that's all I can say and like obviously my improv has significantly improved like maybe had improv training before I went there but it just, like, it was a blow because I was, like, I can be an intercessor. Like, I've intercessed for God all the time. Like, I'm fasting. I'm praying. And then all I can think of was Jesus. And I was, like, oh! So I was, like, I don't know if this is a life for me. I'm not very good at this. But they were just, like, they're crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And turns out now there's, like, people who they were, like, there were, I didn't know this. There were, like, classes to, like, make people not have, like, homosexual feelings anymore, oh. which is horrible. Yeah. And I remember there was this time, like, well, first off, they tell you their prophecy, which, like, isn't really a prophecy. It was just, like, Jesus is coming, and he's coming soon, and now that you know, you have to live your life, you know, knowing that and intercess for him. And I used to always have a problem with being a Christian so young, because I was, like, well, I just don't think it's fair because, like, 
you know, this person has had a ton of sex, they've gotten drunk a bunch, and then they got saved after, and I got saved before then, I never got to do those things. Like, <laughs> it was always a dilemma, and they're like, you're lucky. I was like, I want to do those things, and then be saved. They're like, sorry, you already know. And I was always like, I will, no, like, I will get saved again. And it's like, you're not allowed to do that, like, really. So I was always like, oh, and then I was like, I was told, they're like, now that you know the prophecy, you're accountable. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this sucks. Like, I'm 16, I know the prophecy, like, I wish I knew it when I was 50, so I could have, like, lived a life. Now I'm supposed to be an intercessor my whole life. Like, why'd you share that with me? So I obviously wasn't very good at occult life. <laughs> and I got punished once. I, like, Ooh. was done praying, and I said I wanted to leave the prayer room. My counselor lady, Dawn, she sucked. She was like, Lindsay, no, you need to, like, power through this. Like, this is, like, the devil, like, trying to get you to, like, stop. And I was like, no, like, I've been here for, like, hours. Like, I just want to be out of the prayer room. Like, I've been praying for, like, I don't know, fasting for fucking ever. Just need a break. And she's like, you can't leave the prayer room. Like, you're probably close to, like, you know, learning something. And the devil wants to, like, sway you away. And then I was like, oh. So then I, like, I was like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. So I left to go to the bathroom. I came back, and Don was like, oh, I told you not to leave. I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. She's like, you are missing your prophecy workshop tomorrow, and you have to do Ivan Intensive. And I was like, my prophecy workshop? I paid extra for that. Like, I was so upset. I was like, I need the prophecy workshop. I have really vivid dreams, and I might be a prophet. She's like, you're not doing prophecy workshop. And I was like, oh. So I had to do a boot camp and, like, go outside and do jumping jacks and push-ups and, like, go for a hike. Yeah, Ivan, like, led this intensive for, like, the bad kids of camp. I was pissed. I missed my prophecy workshop, but, like, it felt good to, like, get exercise, to be honest. Yeah. But I was, like... To get out of that prayer room. You've yeah. been in there for hours and hours. Yeah, but I was, like, I need that prophecy workshop so badly. Like, I know I need that. And I, my parents paid so much money for the prophecy workshop. Never got to do it. So then, just those kind of things, you know... After I left, I was still kind of, like, on the IHOP train. And then I, like, looked at it from, like, a big picture. And I was, like, I got punished for, like, going to the bathroom. And I was, like, devastated because I missed a prophecy workshop. Like, I needed to just go to college. And, like, you know, just that is not a healthy situation. And then there has been, like, stories of, like, how it is a cult now. And there was, like... IHOP's like, no, a cult came to us. Like, they're not from us, but this girl, like, killed herself, and I'm like, you guys are crazy, and, like, you should be exposed. But it's yeah. such a moneymaker. I mean, the amount of people who buy into it's, like, insane. And then it's because they've heard IHOP their whole life for the pancakes, and then they're like, and this is also called IHOP? Yeah. Like, I'm going there. I love pancakes. <laughs> like, it's got to be just as good as, like, a car pie. Why not get car pie and Jesus high? Don't go. I'm telling you, do not go. They do have good music. I will say if you want to, like, listen to some music. They live stream their prayer room. You can watch it online whenever you want. Oh, yeah. What? I don't know. It's, like, called, like, IHOP live stream probably. I haven't gone in a while. I'm not hating on their music, but I am hating on their message. Yeah, come on. Come on, guys. 
Well, it's just wrong. You mm-hmm. know, it's wrong to tell, like, especially young people, like, oh, this is a prophecy and you've heard it and now your life needs to be boxed into it's this. Manipulative. It was so manipulative. I'm so glad that, like, I got out of that because it was always like, oh, like, you, your best potential is, like, intercessing for Jesus. But actually, it's like, if you really want to make an impact on the world, like, you need to be out in the world, you know, and being a good person. And you could be an amazing lawyer or a nurse, you know, and impacting people's lives better than just, like, drinking the kool-aid and staying in kansas city with like they all went to like the same coffee shop it's so weird it's it's so weird there was the life movement and this guy like you wore this life bracelet and anytime you looked at it it reminded you to say like dear god um i pleaded your blood over my sins and the sins of of this nation god end abortion and send revival to america and I, like, used to say that, like, all the time because it was, like, I would have this, everyone had to wear this red bracelet. And yeah. it's the people who put, like, life tape over their mouth oh. and, like, stand outside of, like, Washington, D.C. It's this guy, Lou Wingle. He was, like, actually, I watched Jesus Camp and he was in it. Oh. Have you ever heard of Jesus Camp? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, they like I like almost cried over how sad I was that like, like I was a bunch watching of indoctrination him. Indoctrination and stuff, right? But it, like that's what it was that I was like experiencing. Yeah. And he was like he's one of like the guest speakers um on Jesus Camp for the kids and it was like he came and was like a guest speaker for us and like bought into it and like watching it being like, "Oh my gosh, like it just like broke my heart for like these kids because I mean, I was them too, you know." Yeah. You could definitely relate, and you were like, oh, I was there. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, ugh. I don't, it just bothers me. I'm just like, now, like, if you really are so against abortion, like, there's other things you could do. Like, you could, uh, my biggest thing with Christians who, like, are against abortion, sorry not to get, like, so topical, but they're always like, oh, give it up for adoption. But, like, Christians are the kids, like, pushing out kids left and right. It's like, then why aren't you adopting the babies, you know? Like, if you're really so against it and believe in adoption, stop having, like, 12 children. Like, that's why we have so many Christians. Like, the Christians have, like, a shit ton of kids. It's like, well, why don't you go adopt those babies that these, like, women ended up giving up for adoption now they're like growing up you know in a home that isn't like with parents i don't know yeah there's a lot of like orphanages and stuff it's really sad yeah yeah so anyway i don't want to talk about abortion anymore but i used to like say that prayer i used to say that prayer like a ton because i would notice that bracelet like constantly and i used to like wear it and you put like life tape on your bible it was like such a cult yeah oh it was crazy so it is a cult. It was red tape and you wrote life on it? Yeah, it's like a red piece of duct tape and you write life in like a big um, like black Sharpie and then you put it over your mouth. Yeah. And a lot of times what was really cool was like after you did it, you took it off your mouth and you put it on your Bible. <laughs> and like I did it once and I never actually did it, but I just put the life tape on my Bible like I had done it once. <laughs> I never did it. Well, I didn't like it when they would go outside of, like, abortion clinics. I was always opposed to that. Like, yeah. I like to me, that's so mean to, like, someone's going through a hard time yeah. and to be like, oh, like, you're killing your baby. I'm like, like that we person's know better. Ha- we know better. Well, it's just, like, they are going through a really hard time. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, if you want to pray on your own or whatever, perhaps in front of D.C., but not, like, going to confront the women who are, like, having a hard time. I think that's also why I was a bad Christian. I was never an evangelist. Like, I want to go on mission trips, but I don't want to preach God. I just want to, like, build a school, build a fucking library, play with orphans, show them love, just, like, generic, like, love, you know? Not to be, like, 
okay, now let me read my card. Jesus died for your sins. Like, we fed the homeless, and, like, they're like, okay, don't forget to read the card. I'm like, I'm not going to read this card. I just want to give them a hot dog and, like, move on. I just want to give people things. Why do we have to, like, do it? That's selfish. Ugh. So I was yeah, obviously not a good... Service can be just service. It should just be service. Like, the whole thing is like, oh, we're selfless. And it's like, well, if you're pushing your agenda, it's not selfless. That is very selfish. So I was not doing well in Christianity. <laughs> I just had too many opinions. So when did you move to L.A.? I moved here in 2011, I think. Mm. I've been here for like five years. Cool. So, yeah. And you did some improv and some sketch, right? Or Yeah, I've done, like, it all. Like, I moved out here and was like, I want to be on SNL. You know, like, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd never done any performing before I moved out here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if I don't give it a shot, I know I'll never try. And yeah. so I started, like, improv at iOS. I did the summer intensive, which is, like, five weeks, four days a week, six hours a day. I cried mm-hmm. every day, pretty much. <laughs> it was really difficult. Which one was it? Improv 101? Well, it was, like, week one was level one, week two was level two, week three was, like, yeah, because it was six-hour days. Yeah. And uh, I thought it would be easy, and it was, like, not, and so I was just, like, crying a lot, and I remember once, like, I was crying, and I asked the teacher if I could get a tissue, he's like, no, Lindsay, like, you just have to stay up there, and, like, they really pushed me, and, like, I don't regret it, but I was just, everyone in the class was just like, okay. I mean, it's a lot. Like, I moved out here when I was um, 19, I think. Yeah. And, you know, like, you're like, okay, I'm so excited, and then you're like, this is hard, and then you're just like crying 19 is like barely an adult yeah yeah it's like a whole new city and i was just like crying a lot but i like got through it and then i just like hunkered down because i was like well i'm gonna do i'm gonna treat it like it's like school you know like really go hard so i like retook a bunch of levels and like just studied it like i would go and watch like indie shows and like write notes like during shows like my notebooks are like crazy of when i first moved out here i would be like try to beat people to like their second beats you know and write ideas and like i would be like oh i picked the same thing like i'm making progress you know and i remember though my first improv show my very first improv show, I cried the whole drive there, and I was terrified. Everyone could have a beer before the show, except for me and one other girl, because we were the only two people not 21, and we weren't even allowed to hang out in the bar after, because we weren't 21, mm. and, you know, we were doing a Herald, and the Herald is, like, two-person seats, three two-person seats, right, ideally at the top, and I walked out to do one of the scenes, and another girl came out, and a guy, and I was like, oh my god, three people in this scene, like, no, 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 no. So I found a way for my character to leave, but my friend Trevor knew I just, like, didn't want to be on stage anymore. So he called my character back, and I was, like, oh, and I was, like, frantic. And I ran to go up, and I tripped on a stair and fell on the stage really hard. Oh, no. And I, like, was so mad that, like, my character was mad, and I learned a big lesson that, like, if you're actually mad and your character's mad, it doesn't translate as funny. <laughs> that was, like, Craig Kukowski, that was, like, his note to me. He's like, I think everyone could tell you're actually mad, and it's not funny if the character and actor are mad. 
but I like and like got off stage eventually and then cried on the side during the show and then the teacher who made me stay in a scene once was in the audience and he just looked at me he just shook his head no well, at me crying? yes oh. I was like oh my god and like I had bought Converse for the show tears yeah, 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 I didn't plan these tears. <laughs> well, I bought Converse for the show because, like, Amy Poehler wore them. I was like, okay, these are good improv shoes. Like, I won't trip, and I, like, trip a lot. Like, I've fallen downstairs in middle school, broke my ankle. I've, like, broken my ankle playing soccer. I fell, like, I just constantly fall everywhere. And my sister's like, yeah, you won't trip. Like, don't worry. I was like, yeah, I got Converse on. And then, like, I tripped, and, like, it was so, it was, it felt like the end of the world. I was like, I'll never bounce back. Were you, like, bleeding from your... No, I was okay. just... Just like so embarrassed. You just got scuffed up. No, I just like I was the most timid person. Like people are like, oh, there's no way you were shy, and I was like, I was. Like I was terrified of performing. Like the anxiety I had was like so real. Like I mean, I would do it, but like I would be crying before and after. Like everything, <laughs> I'm like overanalyze every single thing. Like oh my god, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. Like it was just. I mean, I'm a lot better now, but it took a long time. Like, I was just a big baby. Literally, like a 19-year-old who's like, I can do this. Like, I've seen Hollywood dreams come true. And then I was like, <laughs> just crying every day. But it helped me, you know, just like the crazy religion. Like, I still wouldn't take it back, but like, wow, it was tough. Like, that was tough reality. And then I learned what sketch was, mm -hmm. which is what SNL is. And I was like, I hate this. I do not want to do this. Uh, my mind does not work in this way. I don't want to try to make it work in this way. Characters are annoying. And so, like, very quickly, I was like, I don't want to be on SNL. And, yeah, I think that's what is pretty common for people out here. Like, you come out with, like, a dream, and you're like, actually, I think I'm better. Maybe something else. Maybe something else is for me. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I haven't discounted SNL completely yet. Totally, but it's they just could, not for me. Still, they could still go, hey, Doug, do you want to do SNL? And I'll go, yeah. Oh, you would do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I would, If they tapped you, if you got a phone call from Lauren Michaels. But, like, the thing is, I don't think I'd like it. Like, I think I would feel so bad, because I know people who, like, that's their dream. Yeah. And I'd feel greedy to be like, this isn't my dream, but I guess I'll do it. Like, I know SNL's not going to call me, but I would feel, like, so much guilt, knowing that, like, I took someone's dream where I'm, like, Ugh, gotta go to work. Like, it's not, like, enjoyable. Like, I'd rather do, like, more, like, artsy whatever things. Like, now I want to, like, work with, like, children and write, like, children's books. Like, sketch comedy is, like, not my dream. But that's, like, very arrogant to be like, yeah, SNL called me. I wouldn't. I might, though, be like, I have, like, so many people I know who would, like, kill me on this show. I'll give you their names and numbers. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it wouldn't be, like, that enjoyable for me. They, they just give you your own segment called Lindsay's Corner. And then and Lindsay's you just get Corner. To, you just get to rant and... Just rant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds appealing. Yeah. But... I feel like that's kind of what they do for uh, Pete Davidson on, oh, on yeah, Weekend yeah, yeah, Update. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, hey, Pete, what do you think about all these weed laws happening? And he's like, well, I'm high right now. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, SNL is so weird. I mean, I think sketch comedy is dying. Yeah? Yeah, I think it is. Well, I think there was a boom. A, a sketch, big boom. A sketch, a sketch boom. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> now it's fizzling. There was a sketch boom, and then and then um, people are watching SNL. There is a new Mad TV, which I haven't seen. I've seen some. It was Garbage City. <laughs> but, like, SNL isn't straight up sketch, which, like, Lorne Michaels has said. Like, he wants it to be more of a variety show. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, fine. But, like, Key and Peele, like, tapering yeah. off. I did well, watch, they, like, I don't know. I think they decided to end it, right? Well, okay. like, I don't know. I couldn't even watch the last season. God, I was like, what is happening? Like, they used to be so good, but, like, I just feel I like sketch it. is so hard did to, you, like, execute. Did you see the one where they did, like, the workout music video? or like? Yes, was... yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, but that one had, it got so dark at the end. That whole season was just so dark. I was, like, I would just, like, leave it feeling horrible. I mean, my, I had, like, you know, everyone's favorites of the other camp field. They were pretty, like, jolly. And then that last season was, like... <laughs> we are sad inside, all of us. Maybe they were just like, we're just gonna fucking do it, and we, like. I respect that. Yeah. I hundred percent respect it, but I do think like storytelling is like the new thing. Yeah, like a long series where it yeah. sets where it sets up in the pilot where you go, this show could go for six seasons easy, and then easy. you're like, I'm gonna watch it all. Right. And then sometimes it gets canceled, and you're like, oh, no. I love Maria Bamford's show, yeah. Lady Dynamite. Like, I'm jamming on that because that's kind of like sketch, but like in like a long form thing. And it's yeah. like her life. And I discovered her so late in the game, but like I'm obsessed with her. She's doing her show her way. And her like YouTube series that she made when she like went home and she's like on like a MacBook. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to be me. I love it. That's, like, what I want to see more of, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a water bottle. It's good. That was a water bottle. The boy babysat last, babysat was, last night was, like, obsessed. I was like, going but I wasn't sure. I'm okay. All Thank right. you, though. Weed makes me super paranoid, but people say I act like I'm on drugs anyway, so <laughs> I don't think I need it. Um, let's see. So, you you had done, you did comedy for how long? For, like, in the improv world and all that? I mean, I'm still doing it. So, it's been, like, well, I've been doing it for over five and a half years. Do you have an improv team? Yeah, I've been on a lot of improv teams. Tell um, me some of the names. What are some of the names? The Dilemma, and it was. That was a nightmare <laughs> team. <laughs> Well, it's, like, I fought so, like, I got on two I.O. Herald teams. That was, like, my dream. My first one was My Favorite Customer at Improv Space. <clears throat> my Favorite Customer? Mm-hmm. It's cool. based on a movie uh, that everyone knows. I want to say it's called The Room or something. It's, like, some cult classic thing. But I'd never seen it. Yeah, The Room. You're really good at that. <laughs> you tapped it like an ocarina. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. It's my my little green friends. Your little green friends. <laughs> do you grow it? I started to, yeah. Yeah. Where you. do you grow it? Well, I'm not gonna say on the podcast. Oh, but, I, but I didn't know if you, you have to rent like a f- section of a farm. No, I can just do it. Oh, here. that's good. Yeah. That's so cool. It's really cool because uh, in January, next January, I'm planning on opening up a weed store. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. have you used any of the weed you've grown yet? No. It's still gotta bloom. I mean, I it's think you'd really bloom. excel at it. You know a lot about weed. 
and I've and I've done research too. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I'll go into the the emails I get from Leafly or something. Uh huh. It tells like a bunch of stories happening. Oh. And, um, and then there's this show called Weed a Kit. Okay. On, on Viceland, it's a new channel, and <coughs> I think it's. I think you get it if you have cable, but if you don't, then you can just watch it online or something. Oh, okay, cool. And um, it's really cool because. Weed a kit. Yeah. What's it about? It's, like opening a weed store? Well, no, it's all about just weed, and so it goes very general, and it also goes very specific oh. to. Like one time he's in the jungles of the Congo or something, and I think, and um, they, like, grow and sell weed and smoke weed all day long because it's just a part of their culture okay yeah like and and when soldiers come through they give the soldiers weed so that they'll leave them alone oh yeah and so it's this huge thing where you're like this is happening in the world there's just like this i didn't weird know that trade yeah wow that sounds so interesting i'm gonna research it and they call and they call weed their bangi bangi <laughs> i like that better that sounds i'm pretty better. sure it's bangi Correct me if I'm wrong, or don't. Who's going to correct you? Nobody. The weed man. <laughs> Ultimate weed god. The weed man. <laughs> Bungie. Yeah, but... Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing, and I want to eventually get a just a, fa- a pot farm. like. Yeah, the, the pot farm. <laughs> yeah. No, a bungie farm. <laughs> yeah, a bungie farm. You should call it bungie. I grow bungie. I grow bungie. The, the word that I came up with... Uh, was blitz not getting blitzed but blitz like, oh just like, hmm? that's cool i like that it's like blizzard blitz? from dairy queen yeah. blitz blitz man blitz yeah. that's like that's so short and simple and to the point yeah yeah that's funny blitz oh it's gonna have a question mark yeah <laughs> blitz or, like, you could, like, do what, like, Chinese restaurants do and just, like, call it, like, weed store. Just, like, it's, like, Chinese food. Oh, I've got a name for it already. Oh. Doug's Nugs. Oh, I thought it was called Blitz. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Doug's Nugs. Oh, yeah. Blitz is just a, a thing that I started saying for getting high. Oh. Okay. I thought Blitz was the name of it. Oh. That's actually pretty good, too. No, Doug's Nugs but makes yeah, more sense. Got Doug's Nugs. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> rhymes and has your name in it. And your maybe and you I, sell chicken nuggets too. And I have a Twitter and Instagram for Doug's Nugs. Already? Already. Yeah. You gotta get the website. Now <laughs> yeah. that it's out there, hurry up! Oh yeah, shit! Who's gonna someone, buy the domain? Someone uh, help me! <laughs> <laughs> buy the domain for him, quick! Send it to me www.dugsnugs.com With one G. You're going to have to do dugsnugs2.com or something. So I'm going to take it. Or .edu. Or I just have to... Dugsnugs.edu. Yeah, dot, um, dot .biz. Dot .blitz. Dot .biz. Dot .info. Yeah, you have to buy all of them now. Oh my gosh, everyone's buying them as fast as possible. Dugsnugs. Coming to you, 2018. That's a good plan, though. That's, like, something to, like, keep you busy for the year. Yeah. Like, working on. And also, the Lyme disease has me pretty, pretty homebound. Like, I go out from time to time. Right. But I don't go out that often because 
the pain. <laughs> well, aren't you going to like be in the hospital for a while? <clears throat> no, no, no. So that's what I thought because that's what my doctor thought. Okay. He's not Lyme literate. It's this whole fucking weird world. What? Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I was watching this documentary and it's, it was talking about how people are going to doctors for years, seven years, eight years, 15 years, five years without getting a diagnosis. Wait, I like how you were like seven, eight, fifteen, back to five. <laughs> you like went lower. And I was like adding, I was like seven, eight, seven plus eight is fifteen, makes sense. Five, oh, divided by three. I don't know where he went there. <laughs> Just a lot of, lot of years. Okay, yeah. Um, and, and doctors saying, um, I think you're crazy. I think it's all in your head. Um, you, you might have MS, you, it might be mm. this, it might be that, it might be this. Um, you seem fine, go home. Like, here's That's a, awful. Yeah, here's a prescription for painkillers, you seem fine, go home. That happened to me, too. Like, yeah. The same thing, but for about two years. So did you ask to get tested for Lyme disease? I finally did, because... <clears throat> Why don't they just do it? Is it a hard test to do? Well, what it is, is if, you, if you've never encountered it before, because my doctor had never encountered it before, so he was pretty stupid as to what all of the symptoms could be, because there's oh. a shit ton of symptoms. <clears throat> and um, one of them is, like, kind of wobbly legs, because shitty shitty joints because the Lyme disease like all the bacteria spreads mm-hmm. all over your body okay and it's like jamming down on like the joints and your ligaments and stuff and that's just really rude and invasive yeah I'm like <laughs> it's I your home I didn't okay this yeah tick fucking tick it was a tick that bit me and well I don't, I don't know when or where but he's not there he just left his <laughs> dirty message and sent it down <laughs> yeah. that's rude yeah it's fucked up so then um, if you, if you eat like sugar or I think dairy as well, or wheat, maybe not wheat, but I think dairy and sugar, it'll like make it worse. Yeah. Enrages the fucking, the bacteria Ugh. and, and then the bacteria are like, Oh yeah, I love, I love all that sugar. Oh no, you were eating dairy. all that oh. rev wraps. Yeah. <laughs> That's wheat. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the rev wraps weren't bad for me because right. I mean, rev wraps, great job. Hormel? Was it Hormel? Hormel. It was Hormel. Great, great job, Hormel. <laughs> We're still trying to get another commercial. I'm trying to get a sponsor. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't have any sponsors for the podcast. That's okay. Well, um, so I so just the, thought when people are super sick, they'll like test for everything. You no. know, that kind of makes sense to me. They do like a, some kind of a... I think it, every blood test that they do is specific to the thing that they're looking for. There so, needs to be a better way. Yeah. Where they just like, where they like an allergy test, they poke things. you all over and yeah. they know right then. But, but when I got my blood tested, like they, they did get the regular readings of like, well, your blood sugar nor- is normal. Right. Your, your, um, <clears throat> you, your iron is fine or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know all the stuff. Iron, <laughs> calcium, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you seem fine. Go home. And I'm just like, are you fucking I'm serious? I'm really hurting. Yeah, and then so the day I went in and I was like, I need to get tested for Lyme disease. And they went, what? They, they were like, well, when was the last time you were hiking or somewhere out in nature? And I'm like, I don't know if I walk outside anytime. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? And then, and then it's like, have you have you been outdoors and in nature recently? Uh, have you gotten bit by a tick? Do you do you know? And I'm just like, 
Uh, maybe. I, I was like, maybe I got bit. That It's like, really? Like, how's someone going to know? Yeah, they're so doubtful. They go into it so fucking doubting the fuck out of you. So then I go, is it impossible that I have Lyme disease? And she goes, no, it's not impossible. And then I go, is it improbable? And she goes, it's very improbable if you if you haven't been out anywhere in nature or... Or, okay, but you live like, your life, like, yeah. going outside to a grocery store is still being in nature. Yeah, and there's trees and bushes every fucking where. Yeah. And, um, and I could have gotten it in Washington State, because my parents lived in, like, Seattle adjacent. Yeah. One of those suburbs of Seattle, and then, um, and then I could have gotten it in, I think I got it before Idaho, because once Idaho happened was when I got the cane, and I got the cane from my grandma's place when we went for her funeral. Okay. And um, when I got it, my legs were already kind of feeling a little wobbly, and I just went, hope I won't be half... Hope I won't have to be using this in the next couple months. Well, and you like, thought jokingly. that you cracked your knee, remember? You were like, oh, right. I cracked my knee. And I think that could have maybe sped up the process of, of like, the... Yeah. The shittening that's... <laughs> Well, happened. they're just, like, going at it. It's so wrong. Yeah, and so then, so I'm on pills now, two pills a day. Does it, is, will it, it fix it, it? It fights the, the bacteria, and it's gonna, like, flush it out of my system, but it's taking, like, 21 days. I think I'm on day eight or nine or something, and... Do you feel any improvement? Well, I feel pain, which means that the medicine is working. Oh. Because when the medicine kills the bacteria, toxins are released as a defense mechanism. From the bacteria? Yeah, what that a shitty like, thing to do, That right? bacteria needs to go to IHOP, yeah, put is... itself in a cult, and have an Ivan intensive. Because it is so wrong. That's so scary, though. I yeah. mean, I'm so glad that they, like... Well, okay, I'm glad it's Lyme disease, because it is, like, curable. Well, wait, will you have it forever? Right? Uh, it'll be, like, dormant in me, I think. Yeah, you could have a flare-up, but you'll know. Right, and but uh, I think at the end of this treatment of pills, I should it should maybe be able to I'll be able to walk without a cane again. Maybe just live a normal life again as long as I'm careful. I might have to just like watch. Well, for symptoms, and you'll be like, oh, I'm having this. Like maybe you need more medicine to like whack it out. But like that's crazy. It's crazy. Does it leave long term effects or no? Um, I think if you don't catch it soon enough, it can. But and how some long do you think you had it? Some people die from it. It makes you really tired, I think. That's a thing, right? Yeah, it's a lot of muscle fatigue, and you're just like, I... Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have died, because I'm, like, such a hypochondriac. Like, I... When I have anxiety, it's based on, like, my body feeling funny, okay? This is, like, my sister hates it. I'm like, I feel funny. And she's like, stop. And I'm like, oh, no. And I spiral out of control. I'm like, I have, like, all these diseases. I think Ooh. of all of them. And then I, like, get super lightheaded and then pass out. Oh, what? Like, uh, yeah. So I've gotten so much better, though. But this is why I don't do drugs a lot. Because drugs obviously make you feel different than normal. Yeah. And, I mean, any... You, you don't, you're not sure if you could separate your, your headspace from what's actually happening. Right. Well, I mean, weed is at least, like a down like mostly a downer but like i've had to swear to my sister like i will never do like cocaine because like that does increase your heart rate and like when i get freaked out my heart rate already increases i could like genuinely give myself a heart attack and die so it's like wow like good for you though for like figuring it out and working on it oh so the, the way i figured it out was 
my friend Aldrin put a post up on uh, Facebook because it was out like it was just out there that I just didn't know what was wrong and uh-huh. here's, here's where the symptoms and whatever and his coworker came to him and was like hey I think he has Lyme disease all this these symptoms guy. sound like what I had oh and I had to go through a lot of shit with doctors not believing me and you should tell him that he should get checked for Lyme disease and I was already going to go to the doctor the next day so then that was the day where they were like are you sure have you been out in nature have you gotten bit by a tick did you have a rash how would you know ticks are so small are you sure are you sure and then the whole time I'm just like fucking just test it yeah like I'm not sure but like does it kill you to just test it yeah it's like just fucking test it like what the fuck oh my god oh so then they finally tested it and then um, they called me, um, yeah, what was it? Maybe four or five days later. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. They called me, yeah, like four or five days later. And, uh, and they go, we need you to come in to discuss the results of your test. And then I go, you can't just tell me over the phone? And then she goes, no. And then I go, okay, thanks. Because you're like, finally, yeah. I know I have it. Yeah, so I'm like... I think they're gonna tell me that I was right and they were wrong. Well, because they, they can't give you suck. bad news they on the phone. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, this will be amazing news. Just tell me I have yeah. Lyme disease. I mean, the unknown is the worst thing in the world. I yeah. think. And then, and then, so, so she she goes, now, I'm not sure. And this wasn't the doctor. I, I'm not sure what her position is called, but she was like a physician's assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and she goes. Not sure how you're gonna take this, but there were results in the blood test, and then I'm like, uh huh, and she goes, you were right, you had Lyme disease, and I'm like, am I a doctor now? Can I just get yeah. my fucking degree, like WebMD? Thank you, thank very you so much. much. And that guy on Facebook, whoever it was, yeah. the coworker. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so shit. then. That's amazing. <sighs> yeah, so I was like, I was fucking right, and you were fucking wrong, and now I just get to rub these test results in your face. I have like Well, disease. and start healing. Yeah, also start healing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? And they, and they go, um, go to a hospital. You get, you're going to need to go to a hospital, and you're going to need to be hooked up to an IV, for, and um, they're going to give you the medicine every hour on the hour for every four to six hours or something. And oh. I go, holy shit. For how long? You're like, oh, I have Lyme disease. Oh, wait a second. This is <laughs> yeah. serious. Yeah, and then I'm like, for how long? And they go, uh, two weeks. And then I went, what the hell? So I'm going to have to rearrange my life for, for two weeks. Yeah. Just be in the hospital and be hooked up to this IV. Kind of sounds a little nice. Well, yeah, that was one side of it where I go, I'll get a lot done. I'm going to get a lot done. Oh, I would do nothing. I would just, like, <laughs> sit there. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, vacation. Like, I have a great reason not to be working right now. Well, getting a lot done as also includes, like, catching up on shows. Okay, 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 yeah. But also writing. Like, I'm writing a musical. And oh, I'm, cool. And I'm, like, trying to do all this stuff and... I'm also trying to work, and it's super hard to find work when you have Lyme disease. Yeah, because, I bet. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't stand for eight Very hours long. a day. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> well, so you don't have to do two weeks in the hospital. Right. So three weeks um, at, well, at home or wherever I am, but as long as I'm taking these pills. But what about the IV? You don't need it? 
Right. It's I guess it's six one way, half a dozen the other. I think it's just um, same, but this way I can kind of live, live your my life. life and the pills will take care of the bacteria. Oh, I hate so, that bacteria. It's so weird. It's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> I hate diseases. Ugh. Yeah, it's super weird. And then I'm like, and then I'm watching that documentary and I'm like, holy shit. They're talking about this exact same stuff that I've gone through. Like, this is crazy. Wow. Yeah. And there was a, a clip they showed from The Simpsons. Okay. And um, it was Mrs. Hoover. Uh-huh. And she's writing... Do you know Simpsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's she's writing on the chalkboard, and she's like, Class, it turns out that my Lyme disease was psychosomatic. And then one of the kids goes, Does that mean that you made it up? And then And then she goes, Well, yes and no. And then I'm like, oh, shit. The Simpsons. There was a Lyme disease reference in The Simpsons, and I've seen that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't remember it until then. And I was like, oh, that sucks. No, you'll be okay. Well, yeah, I think I will. But it's just, like, it's a weird slowdown. Because it slowed me down for, like... Well, for so long. (laughs) Yeah. But, like... How long ago did we do that? A long time ago. Yeah. Like, six months at least. Yeah, maybe longer. I don't even. know. Yeah. Year? Two years? Well, four, four years? no, wait. It was like in July. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I just know that, um, I don't know, like not knowing is like totally the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Like such a fear of the unknown. Yep. So even if the worst case scenario, the medicine doesn't totally knock it out, then they just probably will like put you in the hospital and like you know really like give you something yeah, else really they'll really flush it out, it out. Like, so you're on your way with a vein in my left arm vein in my right arm vein in my but right you're like hand, how do i write my musical with all these things <laughs> and i'll be like no just watch tv i'm like nurse nurse i need you to type okay nurse, please, jared enters please disconnect me so i can connect to another thing yeah 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 <laughs> oh man i do have i have this uh vr cradle so I got oh. this. Uh, yeah, I got this for my phone. It was five bucks at. That's so cheap. At Fry's, yeah. You know Fry's. No, what is that? It's an electronic store like Best Buy, but they just oh. have like fucking everything. Like you, you go to Best Buy and you're like, they probably have the bare essentials. I'm gonna right. get a TV. I'm gonna get a gaming system, whatever. But at Fry's they have like components, and you can build your own oh. computer. And you built that. Oh, no, no, I didn't build this. But it was only $5? But yeah, this was $5, so I put my phone in here, and then sometimes I'll do, there's like the Google Daydream VR, which is the new one. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, so I, I can like hook into that, and then also I can play video games in VR. No there, way! Yeah, there's an app that connects to a server on my computer. and then For the, $5? Yeah, and the connection is good enough where it's just like, oh yeah, any game I'm playing, I can play it in VR? Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe they should be your sponsors. Fries. <laughs> I can't believe that was $5. Fries Electronics. Go there today. And sponsor Doug. <laughs> Doug Snugs. Yeah, go to fries, fries, fries.com slash Doug Snugs and slash Yamatat and uh, get your promo code of 20% off. Oh, wow. Yeah, your whole fries order. Oh my gosh. Actually, use the promo code in fries.com. For Yamatat or Doug's Nugs. Uh-huh. And when it's applied, if it doesn't work, call them 
and say, hey, my we promo code yeah. for Yamatat and Doug's Nugs are not working. And then they'll go, what? Oh, we have people promoting us? And then Fry's will be like, free advertising? All right, let's sponsor this guy. Let's send him more things. Send him. I don't even want to be paid for anything. I just take stuff. <laughs> right? Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, you yeah. just get stuff. Yeah. And then you, I, like, touch it out on your shelf. I need to, I need to, on my shelf. <laughs> on your shelf. On your shelf. Oh, on my shelf. Yeah, touch it out on your shelf. Don't actually use it. Just see how it looks on a shelf. <laughs> it looks really good on that shelf. I mean, it does look good. I mean, it's hard, like, to see anything past this ginormous TV. That's so intimidating. But, yeah, I, I mean, I could get, I, I need to build a new computer that's fast enough for VR, like, Big time oh. VR, and I want to get the HTC Vive. Hey, fries. That one I heard is amazing. That yeah. I hear is better than PlayStation. It's so good because you stand up and you're in the area and you walk around in the environment. That's crazy. Yeah. So oh. scary. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, I I've thought of two VR games and I really want to make them. Okay, are, can you share them or no? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it under wraps for now. I'll tell you off. My oh gotcha after. okay yeah but um they're they're fucking they're gonna be so fucking cool like the potential where you're like whoa whoa you know well do you think like <laughs> my vrs can also like oh yeah come in conjunction with one of your games oh. and your game gives someone an std oh shit <laughs> or stv sexually oh. transmitted vr S-T-V-R-D. Wait, what? I lost it. Stuvered. Stuvered. Sexually transmitted. No, no, no. VR. V-R-T-D. Virtual reality. Virtual reality transmitted disease. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because it does. It's not always. It's not always from VR porn. It could come from any of a video them. game. Like you get bit by a zombie and like you now have that virus. Zombie AIDS. That movie's gonna get. Oh, zombie AIDS. That's the worst. That's worse than Lyme disease. So you dodged a bullet. You definitely dodged a bullet. Yeah. Hi, I would like to be tested for zombie AIDS. Oh, uh, have you been outdoors near zombies lately? Well, I don't know. Just test me. Please just test me for zombie AIDS. I have, like, gone to the doctor and be like, I need to be tested for everything. They're like, what's wrong? I was like, I feel funny. They're like, no. What? Well, because I just, like, it's in my own head. I'm like, I want blood work done for everything. And they're like, no, stop coming. Like, I feel funny. I need peace of mind. But the problem is I can't give blood without fainting. But, like, deep down, I want to be a nurse. And it's not fair. I feel like I can't because I, like, have this problem. I just imagine every time you take blood from someone, you take the blood, you get it, and then you faint. I, I would. It's like, it's like on a sitcom. Like, that's your that's your position in the, it's in the horrible. sitcom in the hospital. It's so horrible. Like, the last time I had to get blood out, like, drawn, I had this, like, knot right here, like, on my neck, and this doctor was like, oh, that is a swollen lymph node, and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, that's definitely a lymph node, and I was like, 
oh, like, I thought it was just because I was, like, doing too many crunches and, like, using my neck and not my abs, you Ooh. know? Not, like, saying, like, oh, I do a ton of crunches. I'm saying I didn't work out well. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard, but yeah, I did over a thousand. But I was using my neck. <laughs> um, actually, one time I did build up to a thousand crunches when I was younger. I heard Whoa. Britney Spears did a thousand a day, and I was, like, I kind of had OCD when I was younger. <laughs> so I did, like, um, an increment of, like, or I increased two by two hundred for like every week till I got to a thousand. It was weird. It was bad. That's unhealthy. But anyway, I had this like <laughs> knot in my neck, and so he's like, "Yeah, like that's a lymph node. You need like a CAT scan. Like you have like that is bad." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I'm like freaking out. He's like, "Fill out this paperwork, you know." And all the questions are like, "What was your last chemotherapy treatment?" I'm like, "Oh my god." You know, I'm in the waiting room, and my sister was like, I'll come with you. I was like, no, like, I'm dealing with this on my own. I don't know why. I was just being a jerk. I was obviously very upset. And so I had to, like, get saline in my arm, and um, they put the needle in, and they're like, okay, now you need to put on this robe. So I went to go, like, change, but, like, when I went to, like, unzip my dress, Mm. I could feel the needle, and just feeling that, I, I was like... Over the curtain, I'm like, Wait, oh did no! It, like, push in. Or I just, it or? was already in there. I, yeah. I mean, it didn't. They didn't do anything wrong. I'm just a hypochondriac. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, doctor, doctor. I like oh. could tell it was gonna go down. I was like, I feel funny, and they're like, what? And then I fainted in my dress. And like fainting, I don't know. Have you ever fainted? Uh yeah. One time I drank way too much helium. Oh, that's that. <laughs> from balloons, it was the state fair, and uh, I was just taking helium from balloons. And, oh my gosh. And then um, I fell down because I think my brain just needed oxygen. <laughs> oh, how much helium did you take? That's so I, scary. I think it was like three balloons in a row. That's too much helium. Well, one balloon and then I'm like doing the funny voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Next balloon, still yeah. the funny voice. Next and then you're balloon, like, next balloon. Still the funny voice. That's... You overcommitted to the pit. And then I wake up on the ground and my head hurts. And I'm like, <gasps> what the hell? What just happened? And I had... I had, like, started leaning over on my brother, and he thought I was joking around, and so he moved, and then I fell, I fell on the ground, <gasps> hit my head. Oh, that's really sad. Mm. Well, it sounds like you don't remember that much, but for me, it's like, I see it happening, and it feels like a Dementor is, like, sucking the life out of you. What? So I get, like, um, I get, like really lightheaded and you just like feel yourself going out and then you pass out and then you wake up super sweaty and shivering cold Mm. and so like I fainted like a ton of times in my life like starting when I was like super young um I like cut my finger on a cart at Target I was like playing some kind of finger in the whole game I don't know you know classic kid game and my I told my mom I was like oh my gosh like I need a bandage like okay it's barely a scratch but whatever but I was like I keep imagining my finger being cut off because like my imagination is too big for my own good and then i fainted at you, that target you would be great at D D. at dungeons and dragons yeah. why played? no it's very confusing i told you i only know four games no 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 but the imagination plays into all of oh D&D. yeah yeah it's theater of the mind and everyone's playing together oh okay and, and you go you find bad guys and you you go and kill them sometimes or you like slam them down and you're like tell me what you know and you get into character, and it's so fucking I thought fun. it was a card game. No. I mean, I think there are probably Dungeons & Dragons card games out there, but Dungeons & Dragons as it is, is friends sitting around, experiencing an imaginary journey together in an imaginary land together. 
Oh, I would be really good at that. <laughs> like, that's how I live my day. It's I so live awesome. in imaginary land. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I love my creative mind, except for when it makes me pass out all the time. So. We should play. Yeah. We should play. I'll play. Yeah, it's I'm kind get, of like. I'm getting ready to run a game in a world that I started creating. Oh. Yeah. And so everyone just sits around and they live in this world and we, like, talk it out. Right. It's like that game Mafia. In... Like, have you ever played that? Uh, yeah. Well, but... there's like one narrator, and they get to like be creative. Right. So there's a narrator, but then also um, each character gets to interact with the non-playable characters, the NPCs. Oh. So that those are done by me. You. Because I'm the, gonna be the dungeon master. Oh, dungeon master. And I'm DM. Ro- and I'm yeah, and I'm rolling dice for the attacks for the monsters against you guys. I'm not necessarily trying to murder you guys because oh. uh, I want you guys to play through the story that I I've created see. and am creating all at once. This is so bizarre. It's so fucking fun. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I love I thought, it. How did I think it was a card game that I was like Pokemon? No. <laughs> I was so wrong. No, Dungeons & Dragons is a, is a, it's a thought, it's a thought experiment and fun. Okay, you'll have to like let me know. Yeah. If anything, I'll at least be an observer. <laughs> no, I think you do really well. I can play that. it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you roll dice, and you either attack them or you don't. It's, it's great. That's cool. Um, so, wh- uh, what's something in comedy that you haven't done that you would love to do? Um, I really want to do... Well, there's two things. I want to try to be a stand-up for kids' birthday parties. <laughs> um, my favorite movies are, like, you know, Pixar, how, like, it's funny to the kids, but also funny to the adults, and the kids don't know why. Yeah. So I want to be able to do, like, stand-up for kids, but it's also funny to the adults where I'm talking about, like, oh, like, you know, I just, like, love that 100% proof, like, juicy juice, you know, and, like, try to map, like, drinking alcohol, but also a kid who's, like, I love juice. <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, such a baby of an idea, but, like, if I could execute that and be, like, a two-year-old, like, you know, it's, like, a two-year-old birthday party or to four-year-old, like, I don't know, they really know what's going on. Show. Well, it's, like, you the parents love. And yeah. then parents watch it, too. Yeah, they watch it. They're in on the jokes. Yeah, yeah, so it's, like, that would be cool, <laughs> or I want to do a one-woman show, which I'm, like, hesitant to do, but I want to do something about, like, my cult life. Like, I have yeah. that one cult song. You gotta play the song in the show. Well, yeah, but I want to write other ones. Like, I did yeah. write another one, and my sister said it's garbage. What? Yeah, it was, because, like, though? I don't know. She kind of really made me feel like garbage. <laughs> but it was, she tells me a lot of but stuff. was it stuff. from your heart? Well, I thought it was funny, because the big <laughs> thing is they're always like, you don't need to, like, love man. Like, be in love with Jesus. Like, have intimacy with Jesus. Like, you're not having sex with Jesus, but, like... You know, you're supposed to... Jesus is essentially your boyfriend, and, like, then someday you'll meet your man, but, like, for now, like, you need to just be in love with Jesus. So I wrote the song, like, if Jesus was my boyfriend, like, all the crappy things. Like, I was, like, um, he's constantly fasting, like, he's literally late, like, as in being dead, like, his mom is weird, like, she still says she's a virgin, like, all this stuff. My, my sister says garbage. No, that's all. Awesome. So, I don't know if it's garbage or not. Could definitely be workshopped, but I yeah. want to do, like, that, and... Finding, you know, baby juice in my popcorn ceiling. That's, like, the opening song. <laughs> but those are, like, two things I would want to do. Yeah. 
That's awesome. What about you? Um, well, I'm writing that musical. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's about live streaming. Okay. Like, so Facebook I, living? Well, I do, I do this other one called Bid Chat, and I pretty much do it every day. Oh. And, like, I get... I'm getting a lot of viewers, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, but there's, like, a part of it where... Um, they can bid in actual money or like bid coins. Wait, to, like to Bitcoin? No, bid. Okay, so I just bidding. learned about Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh no, be careful. <laughs> but this is digital, so they're bidding to talk to talk to me. It like splits the screen and oh. then and then we're both talking and um it's just a kind of a way to reach out, I guess. Interesting. Because I'm doing kind of a show, but at the same time, it's more like I'm just living and living my life, and you're viewing it. So they pay to view it, right? And who gets but then, paid? But then a portion of that has to go to charity. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then I get some of it too. That's neat. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> so I've made a total of like twenty dollars off of it. That's a lot. At, at all. I thought it'd be like 20 cents. Like, I don't know how it works. Yeah, but then, like, uh, I don't know. Just people don't usually call in, and that's fine. But I'm still doing the show anyway. Because I'm like, that's I so do all, cool. Because I'm like, I do all this other stuff too. Come just listen to the podcast. Come yeah. to my comedy show. Like, um, yeah, I mean. So, so while I'm doing the bid chat, I'm very conscious of. It's it's so weird to be like, hey, watch me live my life. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Hey, I'll play some songs for you over the internet. And, like, they can request. I mean, it's kind of like they... those, like, porn girls, but, like, not doing porn. You know what I'm talking <laughs> right? about, though? Yeah, yeah. I hope that they don't, like, take it over. I mean, I guess yeah. I'm glad if some of their money goes to charity, <laughs> but. Yeah, so, so it, I realize how ridiculous it is as I'm doing it, and then I'm, like, start writing music as I'm doing it. Oh. And like, I'm like, this could be something. That's good. I mean, yeah, that's, you gotta just start doing something and then it can turn into something. Well, and you're yeah. getting paid. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, sometimes, but I, I also want to live stream the musical. Like on Periscope? No, I'm going to do it on bid chat, I think. Oh, on bid chat. That's yeah. cool. And then I'm going to call it live stream the musical when is the musical like when are you trying to like get that oh i don't know I've, okay i've like what's more I've... important doug's nugs or the meat live stream the musical well there's so many things i want to do i know but like if i've learned anything from being out for five and a half years you have to pick one and I go know, wholeheartedly that's my problem too i'm like okay i'll dabble here dabble here dabble here nothing's done that's like all i do because i also want to tour with my stand-up i also want to um because I also, and, and I host a weekly show out of the living room, so I can't leave for too long. Yeah, um, that's hard. And also, money is a huge issue, and so I'm <sighs> trying to work. and It's hard. It sucks, <laughs> I know. Work it, is like it, the worst. It brings me all back down to earth, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Fuck you, earth. <laughs> well, I'm like, I have so many ideas, but none of the means. It's so wrong. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that it will, like, makes you a better person at the end. Like, I've had yeah. a job since I was 15. My parents, like, 
Same never here. give me money. Yeah. I like pay for my first car. And sometimes I'm like, I have so many friends where like their parents like fully support them, like financially and like emotionally and mentally. And I'm like, oh, I would like just one of those. <laughs> but like, no, my parents have started to like support the idea of me like doing this, though they're like, when do you have a backup plan? I'm like, stop saying that. That's so rude. But. I am glad that I've always had to work because I think it makes, you know, you take each opportunity more seriously. Like, any audition for me is like, oh, it means so much to me. And this is like, I don't know, who I am is a better person, I think, from always having to have to work and be more responsible. But it gets in the way of a lot. Like, also, whenever I get an audition, I'm like, great, this conflicts with babysitting. And now I'm not excited for it because I have to figure out either I'm about to take off work or take the girl with me or let my agent down. And it's like, I just want to enjoy these moments. So it sucks. Does that happen to you? Um. Yeah, there's conflicting things where, where you're like, like, uh, I'll... I'll have a podcast scheduled and then and then I get an audition and then I go, Hey, can we push the podcast? And then they're not available or something. Yeah. Like, Shit. Or... It kills me. I hate it. Every time we get any audition notification, it's instantly like uh, and start planning. Like immediately. I don't even get to revel in the joy of it. And I'm like, I should be excited instead I'm like, I have to like get back to work immediately, like the kids are home. And it's like not even my kids. But I don't know a better job to be part time at, at while in LA and trying to pursue this and I have to make money, but like this is really what I wanna do. Like this is always the dilemma and I'm like, I just wanna like enjoy it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's hard because it's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's so like, oh, you have to go now. Like, I got <laughs> one, like, I had two auditions in the same day. Most people would be like, woohoo! And I was like, <laughs> like, I'm working in the girl I babysit's not in school right now. So, like, she, like, go back to school. Like, oh, I don't even have a kid, but, like, I have to be here for her and take her two friends ice skating. And I need to be able to go home to get an outfit for Dairy Queen because you just told me about it. And they're like, you can make it, right? And I'm like, I can't make it, but I guess I'll make it work. That's, like, so on un- And then you get there. And it's like, okay, and leave your life at the door. And I'm like, I need to get back before she gets out of religious school. Because if she is out of religious school before I hit traffic, like, I'm totally fucked. And I'm picking up three girls. Like, that is, like, it's not an enjoyable life. And I'm like, I don't know the answer. Yet I'm like, I love that I work. I don't. I don't. I do and I don't. Sucks. So did you get the Dairy Queen job? No. I was so excited for it. This guy, I got paired up with this guy who I don't think has ever done improv. His mom was in the waiting room. Like, I don't know how old he was. And he, like, had to go with me and this other girl. And I was second. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would have been worse. He was, he did not know improv. And I was so pissed. And I was having a bad week. I was having a really bad week. And I auditioned that morning where I had to do stand-up. For no one but the cameraman. And I'm like, why does anyone do this? Like, that's so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I, like, get to this Dairy Queen Tell one. me some jokes. Like, yeah, uh, you're like, there's no one to feed off uh, of? Like, this is going to suck. <laughs> but so then I go to the Dairy Queen one, and I'm like, oh, like, this is up my alley. And then I'm, like, hearing this mom give him notes. I'm like, oh, I'm totally screwed. And then I get in there, and I'm trying. And it was, like, we're Dairy Queen employees, and so you're supposed to talk about whatever at the beginning. And I was like 
okay, like, I, I, we had time to think, so yeah. I started, I was just like, I don't know, like, if you're FaceTiming, like, could you qualify for the carpool lane? Like, I was just trying to do something <laughs> totally opposite that could be maybe funny, and he was like, well, Sigmund Freud, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, and, like, his mom had told him to be, like, philosophical, and so oh, I was like, you no. are not listening, and I, and I, and then he, like, wouldn't stop talking, I was like, maybe you need therapy, I'm thinking, like, you're totally fucking our thing, and I'm, like, trying to improvise with this guy, he's horrible, and I'm telling you, I had such a bad week, it took everything inside of me, like, after I walked out of the room, to not turn to him and be like, do not lie on your resume saying you do improv when you don't do improv. You totally sabotaged and bombed that audition for the both of us. I've, like, sprinted all over this town to come here. I actually had a shot at this one, and I don't know what your mother is telling you, but, like, you should actually get training before you put that on your resume because some people work really hard. I've been doing it for five and a half years, and you just bombed it for the both of us. I said none of that, and I don't think he'll ever hear this, but if he does, you should know. Don't lie. That is so mean. He was so bad. I was like, oh, my gosh. It was just like you couldn't even get on the same page with him. And, like, uh, it was a letdown. I was like, I can do this one. I was like, oh, never mind. This guy does not know any improv at all. And you look like an idiot, you know? If one person is bad at improv, you're like, oh. So it was a big letdown, and I can't wait for therapy tomorrow because <laughs> I'm still working through it. Was it recent? Yes. Oh, okay. It was Wednesday. Oh, shit. I mean, but, like, I think I'm so stressed with life right now. Like, something like that should not send you into, like, such a downward spiral. But, like, it did. And I was, like, <sighs> But also Dairy Queen, that's a big, that's a big spot. Probably. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, I don't even care, like, oh, if I did get it or didn't get it. I just want to do a good job, Yeah, because you know? improving off of each other is fun. Well, and it's and... like you want them to ask you back for something yeah. else. Yeah. And you, like, it takes a bad impro- improviser to truly, like, make both people look like an idiot. Yeah. Even if you're super good. It's like dancing. You have to lead and stuff sometimes. Yeah, but, like, he wouldn't even follow. He was like, oh, I'm going to, like, ride this Sigmund Freud wave out. And he just, like, I was just like, this is so simple. Like, you know, it's just overthinking. It was like, we're Derek Killian Queen employees. Like, you don't know Sigmund Freud. Like, why are you bringing this up? Would anyone watching a commercial want to hear you talking about fucking Sigmund Freud? I don't know. It got so bad. And I was just like, oh, well, got to go pick the kids up from religious school. Like, back to my real life. Definitely not booking this job. <laughs> so, I don't know. And then and then his mom was probably like, you did great, honey. You yeah, great. I saw his mom out there and I was about to be like, you need to stop, like, submitting. I don't know if you're submitting your kid, if your agent is, but, like, he does not know how to do improv. <laughs> I mean, that happens so much, though. It's like people take one class and, like, oh, we do improv. And I'm like, oh, like, for an audition like that as an improviser, like, I get so many auditions. Like, we love improv experience. It's like, okay, can you act like you're picking up a can of Annie's um, bunnies off the shelf? And it was like, okay. Like, that was the audition. It's like, that's their improv. This one, when they actually want you to do improv and you can do what you want, like, that excites me so much. It's like, oh, yes. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do so well because, like, I actually do improv. And then, like, to be paired with someone and then they're, like, a garbage person. You're like, no, I've spent thousands of dollars and cried on the side of the stage because I tripped and fell. And, like, you just totally blew it for the both of us. And your mom is here and she should know. But I kept all of that inside until now. 
was bad. Yeah, you suck, uh, whatever your name is. He can't remember his name. Your he... name is Jaren. Sure, Jaren. Jaren. Jaren, you stink. You suck, You Jaren. don't do improv. Although my friend was like, watch him book it. I was like, I don't even know. Maybe he will. Maybe they <laughs> wanted this garbage person. And I was like, trying. So I was like, so excited. I was like, yes, I get to like have my own voice. I'm, I do improv. I'm so excited. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I just wa- almost like wanted to walk out. Like when he started talking and I was like, oh, just felt so wrong. Yeah. You know, like the no, yes. If you're like yep. a true improviser, you like like the yes and and he was just like staying with like this weird philosophical he was thing like, left turn and every time i'd be like even trying to agree with him he'd be like right turn i'm like oh stop you're Ugh. making me nauseous in front of all these people <laughs> worked so hard <laughs> yeah it was a big bummer of a day and Ugh. like i broke up with my boyfriend like not that much before oh. and it was like getting auditions you know usually you're like oh i'm going an audition and like I couldn't, like, obviously tell. I'm like, oh, I got, like, these two auditions. And so, like, after the first audition, I cried after it. Because it was, like, the first time where I was like, oh, like, I don't share that with him anymore. And then that second audition, this fucking horrible kid, I was just, like, crying. And I was like, this, like, you know, I used to be like, I would kill for a single audition. And then, like, those two auditions were, like, the most misery I'd felt all day. And I was just like, what am I doing? Like, should I be doing this? Maybe I could still be a nurse. Like, I don't know. You know? Oh, it was bad. It totally backfired. But I'm feeling better. Feeling much better. That's now good. that I just got to share That's all of good. it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it a lot off your chest. Yeah. What uh what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Um I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I like doing comedy. Like, I'm not, like, a big, like, bit person. Like, I don't write jokes. Like, yeah. I think I really like trying to, like, relate with people and, like, work through my stuff and, like, actually connect with the audience. Like, I've been analyzing myself and, like, all the careers I've ever wanted in my life. And the yeah. common thread for all of them is, like, I've always wanted to help people. Like, yeah. truly. Like, um... I used to want to be, like, a lawyer, but it was always to, like, you know, help people who were, like, in need. Like, not, like, a criminal defense lawyer. Like, maybe a prosecutor or something. Which right. now I realize, like, okay, well, like... Or, like, a daredevil, still... like a pro bono. Yeah, pro definitely do pro free. bono. Yeah. Like, from the and night you of... You don't have to pay me, but a company might scope me out and maybe hire me to right. do more free work for you. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved to do that. <laughs> maybe be a nurse. Um, obviously, I wanted to, like, do IHOP. and huh punisher shows up oh and then no you're like, wait what no this is no real? no no <laughs> um but oh, yeah, I you think wanted for... to do ihop too yeah but that was like still to help people like mm-hmm. it was like you know praying for other people or whatever not to their face not to like convert them but i've always just like had this need to help people so for me it was like oh i want to make people laugh and like feel better and like with my improv like i've realized i'm much i'm really into like you know seeing how like real and like emotional you can get truly and then like see like how you bring it out of like that like i do love bo burnham like i know some people don't like him he's so awesome but his most recent special is like that's what i want to do oh yeah i cry every time i've seen it probably like five times cried every time because he like huh Art is dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his most recent one, like, I can't handle this right now, um, on his new special, like, 
kills me like every wait, time. Wait, make happy on oh, Netflix. Oh yeah, make happy. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. one that's like, I can't handle this right now. It starts out like he can't stick his hand in a Pringle can, you know. And then it morphs to like how like he's a performer and he like wants to please the audience, but like needs to focus on himself. Yeah. It's stuff like that where like there's the double layer like of yeah, like it's real but funny but like real. Yeah, because he's stuck in like this weird world yeah. where he's created so much awesome stuff that people are like keep creating more of that and right so he's like well i i mean that's how i got famous at but first. i want to be happy yeah yeah so i'm trying to please you guys but also trying to do what i want to do and right no that's Ooh. why i love comedy like that where Bo. it's like real oh i know you're listening love it Fucking oh love i it. i have um seen it at the largo a few he's times not, he's not listening he may not be listening, but I just, I am, like, a stalker. Like, I waited for him for, like, an hour, got a picture with him. Yeah. He definitely didn't like that. If you know anything about Bo, he hates, like, fans, hates being, like, idolized. He thinks it's, like, stupid. And I, like, was, like, I don't care. Like, I had the craziest eyes in the picture. I was, like, obsessed. I'm still obsessed with him because I'm just, like, I get, I think I get you. Like, can we get each other? Bo, I'm single now. Like, Oh, he definitely, that is a huge turn off. I know, like, everything I'm doing right now, he does not like. But he is someone I really, really, really look up to, like, comedy-wise. Because I feel like he has a message and it is able to be funny. But, like, I think that's my goal. It's like, I'd love to, like, give a message, some kind of message. I don't know what that message is. Yeah, each each time it feels like a like a one-man, like, pure, heartfelt comedy show. But, like, with amazing, like, jokes. And, he well, he's just so intelligent. Yeah. Like, his wordplay, like, blows my mind. And then there's, like, that deep meaning. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know how you do it. But, like, that, he is, like, my number one goal, I guess. So yeah. that is, like, I'm like, oh, that's what I love so most about get... comedy. But I'm not there yet. But that's what I would love most yeah, is so to, gotta, like. You got to work up, uh, I mean, you, you got to work on that cult show. Right. I got to work on the cult show. Do you have show. a name for it? No. I have no clue. Can I throw out a suggestion? Okay, what is it? Cult classic. Oh, cult classic. That's a cult classical music. Just cult classic. Okay. And then, because when people go talk about, like, a book that not everyone has heard of, but, like, a lot of people like, it's a cult classic. Right. It's a cult hit. Yeah. So if you call it cult classic. People will just think it's, like, everyone likes it. (laughs) That's so smart. But then they'll also be like, what a... Who does she? Who does she? Who does she think she is saying that it's a cult classic? And then they then they get in there and they're like, oh, it's about cults. Oh fuck, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm in. I know. I wish that like I want to like do a documentary on it like so badly because there are people with way crazier stories than me. Yeah, and I'm like friends with them on Facebook, but I, think, I haven't like reached out. I think the musical would also be a good a good outlet to. Right. Get the documentary made or something. You're right. I should do that. I need to, like, focus my time on things. got some songs done. Three? I have two cult songs. Two mm. Jesus-related songs. One song about hating L.A. <laughs> I think that's all my songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty oh, much man. all of them were written after seeing a bow show. <laughs> when you played that song for us at the BuzzFeed trip... I lost my fucking mind. Well, it was so good. I didn't think it was that good. Like, I wrote that because I was in, like, a Miss UCB, like, pageant. <laughs> and I never, and you had to have a talent. I, like, wrote this song. I'd never done one. I'd never played it for anyone and played it, like, for the first time at this thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> and people liked it. And it was, like, 
you know, just where you're like, oh, like, I thought this could have sucked. Like, no one had ever heard it, you know? So when people like it, I'm like, oh, really? Like, I wrote it in a couple days. Like, I guess I got lucky that it worked out because I was just like, there's no way this is going to be garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's that, nice. That one's going to be in the musical, right? Yeah, that one will be in the call. I, I guess that will be the end. Like, that could be the credits. Yeah, that will be the credits. Yeah. As, as the words are going behind you or whatever is going to happen. Right. Then... Well, I want to write one also about how, like, yeah, if you become a Christian too young, like, you don't get to, like, live in sin. But, like, there's so many people who did. Because I still think about that. I'm like, that is so unfair. And, yeah. like, asking questions, you know, is they don't want you to. Yeah. And you're like, but, like, I know other people are thinking this, like, we're not. Like, we're so lucky to be so madly in love with Jesus. But I was like, don't you guys want to have sex? Like, I'm just like, that is a natural thing. Like, God created that. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you need to go fast and pray. And like, oh. You're in time out. Yeah, I've been intensive. So weird. having When I had Ivan intensive, that was a red flag. Was, was there a guy named Ivan yeah. who? Ivan. Yeah, fuck you, Ivan. I wonder Too if he's intense. still in it. Too well, intense. it felt kind of good, though, after I got <laughs> out there. But, like, it was, like, such a shameful thing. And I didn't get to go to my prophecy workshop. <laughs> I want a refund, IHOP. You deprive me of a prophecy workshop. Refund the prophecy workshop. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Refund, <laughs> refund my prophecy. I could be a prophet. Well, I would have crazy dreams. I have those dreams where, like, um, what are they called? Feels, like, it feels like a kind of a premonition or something. something that... Well, I've had those for sure. But the kinds where you get held down and you are sleep paralysis. Oh. I've had a lot. And I, and I, when my parents were getting a divorce in this one house, I would have them all the time. And it turns out my mom thought that house was haunted. But I really do have, like, crazy, some dreams that, like, feel different and look different than others. Yeah. And then they come true. And the most specific one was, like, I had this dream that my youth pastor from, like, my, the church I went to in high school is quitting and moving. I went to his office the next day crying. I was like, it felt real. He's like, no, I'm not. And then, like, a couple months later, he announced he was moving, and he pulled me aside. He was like, that was the day I had put in my resignation. Mm. And, like, I don't, like, doubt that. There are, like, spiritual things we can tap into. Like, call it God, call it whatever i don't know yeah, i mean everything's, think it's, everything's connected it's all somehow. the same like, yeah, yeah and we're so, all atoms we're all made up of atoms yeah and so i do <laughs> think though all this time i had spent like you know praying or intercessing like i don't know what kind of like spiritual world i opened myself up to because i was so free into the idea of like there are spirits among us or whatever and so that prophecy workshop could have benefited me because I could be, like, you know, some person who could, like, have, type, like, I don't know, visions for people. Or I used to pray for people and then, like, see a vision and I'd, like, tell them it. And then they, it, like, made so much sense to them. Ooh. Which is weird. And I'm not saying it's, like, oh, like, that's because of Jesus or whatever. I just think that we have that power to tap into, like, a realm bigger than us if yeah. you really, like, believe it's possible. Have you ever done shrooms before? I told you I can't do drugs. Well, shrooms are different. It's, and yes, you could have a super freak out and, like, you could take too much. But there's a way to mitigate that. And you're just, like, okay, I just take half or something. But when I, I did shrooms and this ceiling... In here, in the ceiling, in the living room, same ceiling. Whoa, whoa. Just like, whoa. Just like reverberating. Like, it, it, it looked kind of like water. And, and I was like, if I stood up on this chair right now and put my hand up, I would feel like my hand would want to go right through. 
but I know it wouldn't. So I was fully aware that I was tripping out. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, this is fucking amazing. It was like bending. Yeah. And, oh, but don't look in the mirror if you're on shrooms. I'm never going to be on shrooms. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know why you shouldn't, but, like, I know that, like, people will have bad trips sometimes. And, like, the first time I ever smoked weed, like, I just... It felt like I was high forever. I'd watch Inception, like, the night before. And so I concocted this theory that, like, every time I um, blinked, I was in another layer of a dream. And every time I moved my head, a week would pass. Whoa. Because my imagination is that bad. Wow. So then you put... You mean that good. Well, and then you give me, like, a little bit of drugs. And, like, you know, I just can't. It just intensifies your imagination. Yeah. Then... But, like, that's the thing is, like, yeah, you saw the thing bending. It's, like, if I were to, like, really, like, open myself up, like, I truly think I could, like, imagine things, like, happening around me because... I don't know. It's just, like, how I grew up and probably from, like, all this spiritual stuff. Like, I'm, like, a person who's, like, I don't doubt anything. Like, I believe in aliens. I believe, like, yeah. anything could happen. I don't, I'm don't. i not a person who can say no to anything. I'm too unintelligent to know. So, like, well... <laughs> well, everyone's unintelligent. Like, a, a, on a grand scale of, like, the right. universe and everything and how But there are people who will be, like, there and... is no God or higher power. And I'm, like, well, how can you know? <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, there's one God ruling above us. But, like, how can you say there's no higher power that created like the big bang like i don't know i think i think one thing that people latch on to when they say there is no god i'm an atheist or whatever is uh is because i think there is a god but i think he's way more chill than everyone gives him yeah 100 percent. like yes there was the vengeful and the old testament and all that and then right. the new testament and then but then like, I don't know. I think he's just chilling out and, like, waiting and hoping that we get back. Well, I don't even know if he's, like, <laughs> technically called a god. He's just, like, the head honcho spirit man or woman. I have no clue. Yeah. But, like, when there there are things where it's, like, how is Earth like this? Like, something maybe started it. They're not, like, and shame you and shame you. And, like, I don't think Jesus is, like, your only how way to he, heaven. How did he not do the Big Bang? Or maybe someone else so i think like something, something might have created the big bang but maybe something didn't but i'm too small minuscule to know and, and also god and evolution could exist together, together. i know that yeah. is the craziest thing they're like well god created the earth in seven days i'm like well also god has no concept of time so who knows how long that was like it could have been evolution like this is why i was really bad at cults because i was like well there, it says god doesn't have any per conception of time so like seven days is actually maybe like thousands and millions and billions of years like nobody knows i don't know but yeah so I just like yeah. can't doubt anything. Yeah. And so my imagination is ginormous. It's also fun. It's also fun to think about that kind of stuff. Like I don't know if there's a Loch Ness monster or a Bigfoot. But right. it's fun to think about. It's fun. There could be. I'm like, there could be aliens. Like, my dream is that there is reincarnation. Like, I have no clue if there is, but, like, I would love that. Like, I'm not going to say there isn't. And, like, people are like, Jesus wasn't real. I'm like, I don't know. I think Jesus was a real man. I think he was, like, a total hippie. And people have, like, totally misinterpreted his hippie ways. Like, people are, like, lying in him and getting healed. And, like, there are, like, spiritual healings out here, you know, where people, like, heal with chakra power. Yeah. Like, obviously someone maybe misinterpreted that. It's not all fake. It can't all be no, fake. No, like, Jesus walked, like, 
uh, Muhammad, like, they're all, like, these hippie liberal dudes who we've, like, now, like, totally, you know, made them these strict regimented guys where Jesus is like, uh, yeah, I mean, I can make all this bread and wine, like, let's get drunk, and then you have some carbs so you want to have a hangover. Like, I don't know. I just think, like, these things existed, and I just... Why do we limit ourselves to that? And also, like, let's really study who they were. Like, they were awesome, like, renegades. They are like, everyone, like, he's like, I love the lepers, you know? No one did. And it was like, yeah, like, that's so fucking cool. He's, like, a cool man. But he's not like, now you have to accept me to get into heaven. He was, like, the biggest hippie in the world. Yeah. I don't think he'd ever be like, sorry, I know I walked with lepers and healed, like, all people, but now you can't come to heaven. <laughs> like makes no sense and then there's also all those books the apocryphal books quote unquote where oh yeah where they're like oh well that's not part of and you're like what well, well they're all they, kind of different they, the yeah stories. it's like will they were they all from back then like yeah why why are why wouldn't we be taught about the stuff from back then yeah it's weird <laughs> i mean i think that there's some parts of the bible like it's just supposed to be stories, you know? And I, there's definitely, yeah. like, Song of Solomon. I love that thing. It's, like, basically it's like, like a, a poem. Yeah, to, so, like, yeah. this woman that this guy wrote because she was, like, poor. And, like, the main thing is, like, she's dark but lovely because it was, like, so gross to be tan because that meant you worked outside. And, like, oh. I love that kind of thing. Or, like, Corinthians is about love. Like, I think there's stuff to learn from it, but it's not, like, oh, and, like, you need to do this and this and this. <laughs> it's, like, no, it's, like, we interpret, like, these much, like, loftier thoughts thoughts you know and like how can we apply it like yeah. ugh, i don't know yeah let's all be a good person to each other and hope everything turns out like okay. jesus he was so <laughs> nice to everyone that's why i get so confused i'm like jesus was such a nice man and some people are so mean in this cult like dawn who made me miss my prophecy workshop jesus would have never been like you can't go to the bathroom you gotta pray longer what if you did the prophecy workshop and then you ended up staying at ihop you would have never come out here we would have never that's had that true. buzzfeed video that could that is so true Although I could have learned so much <laughs> from that prophecy workshop. What did they teach? I don't know what they taught and I don't have the notes. So unfair is doing push-ups. There's a um there's this newer show. It's only has it only has one season out and it's on Netflix now and it's called The Magicians. Okay. And me and Aldrin have been watching it and it's so cool. It's so cool. It's like um it's like Harry Potter meets Narnia, but adult. <gasps> the Magicians. Yeah, it's really I'm going to cool. watch it. It's really I good. I love all of those. It's, oh man, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm hungry for the next episode. I'm like, what will it be? Wait, is it a Netflix original? No, it's, uh, it's on sci-fi. Oh man. So that's going to, the next season starts on January 25th, I guess. Oh, that's soon. So there's still time. Okay, I'm going to try to find it online. The Magicians. <laughs> it's so good. If you guys have seen that, or if any of you magicians are listening, fucking great show. Magicians are awesome. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of magic. Me too. I love I love the not knowing how, but I love seeing but the But I'm trick. like, how? And I like want to find out how, but it's still so cool. And sometimes I, I'm like, I, I know like what they did but i don't know how they did it and that's amazing it makes you feel like a child yeah it's the yeah. wonder of like wait what where did 
How did you fucking? Oh my god! I chose that card, and how did? Uh, I know you're not. I know his magic's not real, but like it's still blowing my mind. And how is it in that orange across the room, David Blaine? I know. How did you do that? I know. I think he uses dark magic. He might. Is there, be, is there such a thing? I told you, I limit myself to nothing. <laughs> I think he might be a dark magician. I 100 percent wouldn't doubt that. But like, so, David Blaine, if you're out there, come on, just tell us. <laughs> Did you, yeah. did you make a deal? With, did you... I think he, if I could have been in that prophecy workshop, I would have known. It's like male witchcraft, so like, war, uh, warlock? I, I fully respect your craft, David Blaine. I just want to know. It's real, right? It's real, right? I think it is real. I think he's a dark magician. <laughs> like the, did you see, have you seen his specials? He has one... Yeah, I the it's on HBO, right? Oh yeah, and the, where he puts the needle through his, he puts the needle through his hand. Oh then, yeah, or I saw the frogs and all that stuff and the bullet, that one. I don't know. It was Maybe. really gross. The one, the one that I'm thinking of is like he goes around, like he he goes to Will Smith's house and he does magic for all of them and everyone's freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same one. I don't know. And he then, had celebrities in all of it. I can't remember oh, which yeah. one. And then there's another part where he's doing magic for President George W. Bush. And he oh, like, I didn't see that he one. He snuck his uh, watch off and he didn't even notice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor Bush. <laughs> Everyone already thinks he's stupid. But again, David Blaine, you are magical. He is magic. He's a dark <clears throat> magic man. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. I think I, like, I have to walk my dog. Yeah, I feel like this has been an awesome episode. Yeah, this has been fun. We should hang out again. Okay. Dungeons Dragons. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh hell. You yeah. gotta tell me. Okay. Cause, okay. Because I think we have like three people that want to play, four maybe, and then you could be a fifth and that. Five does it. I mean, five is good. Six gets a little a little uh long between turns like okay. from first player's turn when you're fighting to the sixth player's turn it could take a while sometimes some people's uh attention wanders off okay okay like seven people in one team okay now we're pushing it too All much right. okay maybe five six, five or six great ideal dd yeah all right so this, all right this has been you and me and thoughts and t- oh, wait wait Share all your uh, social media and stuff. Oh, my social media, they're all like Lindsay with an A-Y underscore Weglars, which is W-E-G-L-A-R-Z. It is very weird last name, <laughs> and I like it, and I'm going to keep it even if I get married. It's great. It means carpenter in Polish. It's so cool. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, your last name. I'm like, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. So yeah, this has been you and me and Thoughts of Talk with Doug Culp, and... Lindsay Weglars. Yeah. Lindsay Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs>